right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel, a quantum leap podcast. No longer about a show that's been off the air for nearly 30 years. Oh, God, it feels so good. It does. Yeah. I mean, we just watched it. We're 25 minutes shy of having finished the premiere episode of Quantum Leap, July 13th, 1985. I mean, it's happening, man. Like It's happening. It's here. Uh, By the way, uh, this is Sam. I'm Dennis. We forgot to introduce ourselves. We're so excited, so wired. We're going to try to keep on a format. We're toying around with a new format. It has been so long since we've covered a full episode in a full way. Uh, right. And, and our first time covering like, 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 like an episode that is not several years old. Right. That we have the benefit of hindsight on that we've seen before that we've been exactly. able to research that there's a book written about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's, it's definitely uncharted territory for us. The the cool thing is, though, is I feel like, uh, you know, as we've talked about, we're going to do hopefully fairly compact reaction episodes. And then later on down the line, we'll do deep dives into the episodes, whether that's sure. at or like, story. you know, historical yeah. context. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the, yeah, all the other stuff. Yeah. We'll, well, we'll throw in little bits and bobbles here and there, you know, if we, if we know stuff as we're watching or whatever, but yeah, yeah. I all have right, one. <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. Uh, before we jump in, we want to uh, we want to thank our donors. If uh, our patrons and donors, if you're watching us on YouTube, you see a few other people here. Uh, earlier, I think we had up to about ten or twelve people uh, yeah. joining us, and most people cut out afterwards. Um, at the end of the video or at the end of the podcast, we're going to throw on. We did have like a ten minute discussion after the episode wrapped up. We're going to throw that in here. Uh, Rich, Jill, and uh, Suggy, Shuggy. Sure. Uh, Damon, we're... We um, Damon, yeah, right? I mean, Damon, yeah. there we go. Uh, we're going to have you all come back in uh, if you wanted to ask any questions or make any comments that you want. Uh, but meanwhile, we want to thank all of our donors who have made tonight possible. Uh, Al's Play, Sleep Fan Sites, uh, new donor, Dana Bias, Rich Bork, Barry Donovan. Thank you, Barry. Special thank you to Barry this week. I'm not going to say why. <laughs> Brian Dreadful, Troy Evers, Larry Ganey. Welcome, Larry. Larry's a longtime listener. He's been a guest on the podcast. Uh, he, he threw a few bucks our way. Jason Guys, Amy Holtkamp, oddly specific with Audra, Christopher Redman, Adrian Saul, new donor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so is Brian Dreadful. He's also a, uh, a new donor. Um, Karen Saxon, Mike Stouffer, also a new donor. Damon, thank you. Larry Trujillo, uh, Jill. Jill's on the on the call with us right now. Thank you. And thank you to our anonymous donors. And with that, uh, if you have not watched the episode yet. What, <laughs> that list what, is starting to get longer. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm touched. I'm, you know, it's, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to become a patron, we read everyone's names off. As the season goes on, like it's just going to be 10 minutes of reading names. Maybe we'll get there. I don't know. Uh, but for the first part of this episode, what Sam and I are going to do is we are going to give very brief non-spoiler reviews in case you haven't had a chance to watch the episode yet. And then we're going to go into full spoiler territory. And if you don't want anything ruined, we invite you to uh, uh, to, to, to put a pause and, and come back when you've had a chance to to watch the episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, Dennis, what did you think? Uh, I, I love this episode. It's not, it's not perfect, but it's great. Um, there are some episodes I may have chosen to go, to go first, uh, but they do a really good job uh, with this episode. My, my biggest complaint is uh, the leap story itself is kind of thin. They try to cram a lot 
into yeah. into one hour. I wish this was uh, a ninety minute premiere or a two hour premiere, or if it was on streaming, right. they could, they could make it whatever they want. Like just ten more minutes in this episode could have benefit from. Uh, but I love the chemistry between the cast. I love Raymond Lee. Don't yes. hate me, original series fans. I think Raymond is a very worthy successor to Scott Bakula's place. Uh, he brings this earnestness. He brings a humor to the role. Uh, I am instantly, I am on board and I am rooting for him. I love Ben and Caitlin's dynamic uh, back and forth. I, I love yeah. uh, just like their, 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 their quips that they throw back and forth and already like their, their working relationship of thinking on the fly together with each other. I love the entire cast. I love that we, uh, we it very piloty. We meet them all within the first couple of minutes, but I love right. all of them. We've talked about before previously, I think Mason Alexander Park is going to end up being the breakout star uh, outside of the two, yes. outside of the two leads. And uh, I, I love the music that was used within. I loved it all. I'm excited uh, for the final couple scenes where they kind of like, put the breadcrumbs in of where the season is going to go. Really super excited about this. All right. So I guess it's my turn. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I think that there are obviously better premiere episodes of series out there. Um, the, you know, there, there's, there's a list of like big ones from the past 20 years that I can think of um, that have, that have really kind of just, uh, I think been, you know, have, have been more remarkable. And I think that one of the hallmarks of some of those pilot episodes or premiere episodes is that they were two hours. Um, and I think that this episode just doesn't get enough time to really breathe. Uh, and if it were longer, I, I think I would have probably been a little bit more engaged and invested with some of the characters than I was. That said, um, I am so thrilled with this cast, just like Dennis had said. I mean, the... Uh, you know, each and every one of them, I think, is wonderful in their own way. I think Mason Alexander Park is absolutely going to just kind of run away with the show and be a fan favorite in, in a lot of ways. I think they're just fantastic in, in the role. And I think that they're, um, you know, their relationship with our, our principal characters, with, with Addison and with Ben uh, and, and with Ziggy, obviously, and even with Magic, um, it's something different. And, and, and I'm really, really enjoying uh, their work quite a bit. Uh, I think Raymond is fantastic. There's points in this episode where he shows a lot of strength um, and, and, and maybe does some things that maybe Sam wouldn't have done, uh, which is exciting to me. And then, of course, there's clearly a lot of heart. Um, and, and he also happens to be a brilliant scientist, right? So I I think that, you know, he's a clear analog to Sam, but there's differences as well. So it's not just like we're getting a show that might as well have been written with Sam Beckett in mind as opposed to, to Ben Song. Um, yeah, I, I love Caitlin Bassett as Addison. Um, I just, I, I think that she has so much to offer. Um, and I think in, in some ways, like one of the things, uh, like she's almost running parallel to the show as a whole for me because she's just so much promise and I can't wait to see what's next from her. And that's kind of how I feel about this premiere episode is that I can't wait to see what's next. And I, I think in some ways that that's just as high of a compliment uh, I could give it as if I was to go and compare it to like the lost pilot or the alias pilot or the Sopranos pilot or something like that, because, you know, those episodes are so good that they stand just on their own. Like if you watch just those episodes, you could walk away from it. You might have a lot of questions, but you could walk away from it and you could feel like I just saw an incredible story, you know, same with like the breaking bad or Mad Men uh, pilots, but like, so this is obviously not them. And, 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 and in some ways, like this isn't even Genesis. Like I think Genesis is probably a better premiere episode overall, but 
again, it leaves me wanting so much more and to learn more about the mysteries, to learn more um, about Janice, to learn more about, you know, magic's experience, uh, uh, to learn, you know, who exactly is pulling strings. I mean, obviously magic's on the phone with a general who's complaining about a power surge, you know, that might be a little too spoilery, sorry. But anyway, like there's, there's so much going on here and I can't wait to learn more. And, and I think that, uh, you know, kudos to them for stuffing as much as they did into it. It moves at a, at a pretty breakneck speed, but I think for some, it might not necessarily feel that way because we're not given enough time to get truly invested in the characters. Um, especially the characters in the leap. Like, I think we're invested in, in Ben and Addison and, and, you know, I think especially fans of, of, of the classic series will be invested in magic just by name alone. Uh, same with Janice. Like, I mean, that's the thing about a character like that, uh, being a legacy character. Once Janice does show up, I think we're going to easily just be like completely invested because of who she is. Um, so overall, I really liked it. I didn't think it was perfect. Um, I, I, I think that uh, if I'm being completely honest, um, overall, I, I'm still curious as to why the earthquake episode didn't just air as it, as it was. Um, I do think that there are a couple of bits and bobbles here and there that they kind of fixed in, in this episode. Um, there are a few scenes that are clearly drawn directly from that earthquake episode. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it seems like the, the rest of the response has been pretty good so far. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we get with the rest of the season. Cause I think that much like a, a show like Star Trek or much like the original quantum leap for that, for that fact is that it, it's going to get better. Most of the things, the, the things that I might've had an issue with here or there are the types of things that the cast is going to get better. The director's going to get better. The producers are going to figure things out. The writers are going to figure things out. And I think that as we start to see that, we're going to clearly have a show that's going to fire on all cylinders and I think be really impressive going forward. But I'm on board with most of what you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, again, what, what better thing could I possibly say than I want to see more. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, 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 oh, I, I think one of the cool things is, is like the, the whole, this season on quantum leap thing, there's so much cool stuff to dissect and talk about, uh, you know, for the next couple of weeks, really, uh, which will be a lot of, a lot of fun. So, um, all right. So let's, let's move on into some of the more spoilery discussion. Yeah. Let's get into it. So I just thought instead of like, just doing a recap scene by scene, just talk about like some great character moments that we loved and some great lines that we love throughout the episode. Yes. Does that sound good? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just starting off, and like I said in my, in my non-spoiler review, I love how they introduce all the characters in the first couple of minutes. And yeah. even though we get little nuggets of them, like we get the idea of who they are, and I am totally on board. I believe that they have been working together for five years. Yes, yes. Especially, you, you get a definite sense of the relationships between I, I think Ben and Addison, obviously magic um, to a degree and, and, and Ian, especially, I think Jen remains maybe the one that's a little bit more indecipherable, which I think is probably good just being what her job is, but she also clearly seems comfortable with the group as well. And they're, you know, they're, they're, there's clearly like a relationship there, but it's a little sure. bit different than the others. You know, there's a camaraderie. There's a, there's a closeness in particular between Ben Addison and Ian that I don't know that exists, you, you know, to the same degree with Jen and even magic. Well, sure. I mean, there, there's, um, I, I love the moment later on in the episode where uh, Jen and Addison are, are talking because uh, Jen has been listening to what's going on inside the imaging chamber yeah. and Addison shifts and she's like, uh, 
And she says, it's like talking, like he looks at me like I'm a complete stranger. And it's just the look of sympathy that Jane gets on her face that even though like we're not seeing a lot of her yet, like she clearly cares and she clearly does have a relationship with, with Addison and the others. Sure. Uh, and I want to know more uh, later on in the scene where um, she's talking to magic. She requests to be terminated. And she says, you took a yeah. chance on me when nobody else would. Yeah. And I'm interested in what that is. Agreed. And it, and it, it echoes, I don't know if this was intentional by the writers or not, but it echoes what Al says to Sam in shock theater when he's trying to jog Sam's memory of who he is. He's like, I'm Al, I'm your buddy. You, he says something very similar. Like you took a chance on me when everybody else had given up on me. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I wonder if that was an intentional echo of that. And I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because there are so many little things throughout the episode that I, I cannot help but feel like, you know, one or two and, and you can maybe be sure. Right. And then three or four, you're kind of like, Oh, maybe it's just, you know, it's, it's a couple of those were coincidence, but there's so many little nods in this where it's just like, no, I mean, these have to be intentional. Like all of this has to be somewhat in, in, intentional in, in one form or another. So um, I think that the character relationships in particular, that there's definitely going to be echoes um, of the relationships that we had prior and knowing that the, you know, that really the only relationship we had that was well-defined from the previous series was Alan Sam. Um, I think that they are going to maybe split up certain types of relationships with the characters to, to, to mind that and have those little echoes of, and, and, and at the same time, I mean, they fit into kind of like established tropes, right? Sure. Just bringing in you know, the characters. I mean, even like the engagement party using that to bring the characters together. I think it's like if you want to do it in an economical fashion, so you're not doing like encounter a far point style where each character basically gets like an introduction before they're all even in the same room together um, for the most part, then, you know, that's fine. But I think that this gets it done a lot quicker and and helps us to see, uh, as you were saying, helps to see helps us to see the rapport between the characters uh, and the relationships as, as they're kind of already established. Um so Ben getting the text message, uh, it's funny because I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. I think this is the type of thing that I can mention, but in the pilot script, like that's all basically just alluded to. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. like even the engagement party is, is alluded to. And so like seeing it, you know, firsthand, like this is what we're going to show you is pretty, uh, I don't know. It, it, it was, it was kind of cool. Um, very direct, uh, obviously, but, uh, gets us directly to the project and then he leaps. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because here's the one little bit of tidbit that I can throw out there for trivia is that Ben leaps into Philadelphia at 2:25 PM Eastern standard time on July 13th, 1985. Now, how do I know it's 2:25 PM? Because dear fans at 2:25 PM, which was 7.25 p.m. in uh, in London, England at Wembley Stadium, that's when David Bowie came on stage for Live Aid. Um, so that's how we have the time uh, that Ben leaped in to Philadelphia on July 13th, 1985. And interestingly enough, here's, here's how dialed in they were on this. The second song that Bowie played at Live Aid was Rebel Rebel, which is the song that is used in the show, which he steps out of the car as David Bowie's performance begins, which would have been mm-hmm. enough time for that first song to finish and then Ben to get back in the car and Rebel Rebel is playing. I just thought that was fantastic. <laughs> what was it like in that writer's room? When they figured right. out 
that they yeah. could make that work. The writer's room and the, the writer's room and the editing room, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, um, go ahead. I didn't know. I, I mean, I love, I love that attention to detail and I really hope that it continues. And I think, and I wonder if in a way it's, it's pure speculation, if it is a reaction to the fact that as we have pointed out lovingly, we love the classic series, obvious, but the fact that there are so many anachronisms and inaccuracies in the classic series based off of like when Sam is, you know, like right down to like, it couldn't be that day of the week because that day of the, or that date was actually this day of the week in 1979 or whatever. Um, sure. and, 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 you know, little things like that. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 again, I have no idea if that's actually that intentional or they just wanted to do it to get it right or what, but I thought it was pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. And it's also, it's interesting with that attention to detail. I'm, I'm going to jump ahead to like a minor groove at the end of the episode. I don't know oh. if you noticed that when, <laughs> or you know what we were talking about when Addison gets Ben's phone and looks and they have a very close up screen of the thing. They give us the time, but they only give us the day. It's Sunday. They don't give us a date. Uh, it's just Sunday. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know, it's one of those things you, whatever. Um, uh so yeah introduction of other characters i'm just like going down my list of notes here for sure uh i love ian's line in the engagement party after the law of entanglement first off the law of entanglement speech maybe it's because i'm cheesy maybe i'm a sucker but i really love that i love it in the in the beginning i love how they bring it as a callback later on yep uh i agree end of the episode and i love at the end of that speech how ian says it almost makes me believe in monogamy yeah. Ian's going to be fun. They're going to be so much fun. I yeah. Love ben and Addison's goodbye. I love that they make a big deal out of that last touch. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's funny because I wonder how much Ben is aware that something like this could happen. Because it seems as though he's prepared to do this, right? He's prepared at a moment's notice to break into the project. Yep fire up the accelerator, you know, input the new code that he's written to do all of that, like, bam. So you have to think that the planning that he has done with Janice, I mean, I think we can just go ahead and say that it's revealed later in the episode, pretty much the planning that he's done with Janice has gotten to such a point where, you know, he's ready for the call basically. Um, so it loads that moment. Yeah. With, with even more. Uh, and then of course he immediately after gets, gets the texts and, and is off. Um, and I think that the 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 romantic aspect for anyone that that was you know I think concerned about it uh, I think it plays really really well uh, I think that the relationship between the two of them as observer and leaper is is already fascinating and so different from you know Al and Sam and uh, I, I think that when you put this you know this kind of um, lost love, you know, unrequited almost for Addison at this point, because Ben doesn't remember anything. Um, you know, you add that, that piece in, um, it, it makes for a really compelling story. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they deal with it going forward. And I'm wondering at what point, if Ben will get, you know, enough of his memory back to, to know, uh, what's up. That'll be interesting if, and when that happens. Because I think here's my speculation. All right, go for it. My speculation is in a de- in a decent proposal. Uh, we we got a little bit of a clip in the you know coming this season on Quantum Leap thing that when 
Ben is proposed to that it will jog his memory. If only for that episode, if if, if the yeah, the leap out, he forgets it again or whatever, just for a moment, he'll remember it. I, I wonder if that'll be an opportunity for them to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Had a thought. I'm going to save it to uh, for later on. Um, the opening action sequence, I love. I love the fact that between this and the jewelry store later on, Ben is already really good at thinking quickly on his feet. Right. And I like that. Um, I like that, um, as uh, Karen said in our discussion earlier, like it, it's nice that we don't see, uh, you know, or like Sam, like he's stumbling around for like half an episode. Like, no, he's already like, right. re- he's already really good at thinking on his feet and he's really good at subtly asking Addison for help. Right. Well, and think about how long it took Sam to really buy into everything Al was telling him in Genesis. And sure. Ben, it's, it's, it's just kind of like, Okay. I, I appreciate the fact that, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of quick on his feet that way. And he realizes that something is off. And so at this point, he's just going to buy this explanation. You know, here's this woman, nobody else can see. Oh, these guys just ran through her. All right, here we go. What's going to happen next? And, and I do appreciate that about him. He's much more active um, than Sam is in some episodes uh, of the classic series. And, and, and knowing how I've commented before about how I feel like a lot of the weaker episodes happen to Sam, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the other way around, we definitely don't have that issue with Ben in this episode. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, Down to when he gets ready to tell, like when he finds out that Ryan gets shot in the original history, like he yeah. just, he, you know, he doesn't mince meat. Either. Like he just mince meat, mince meat. He doesn't mince words. He just starts saying like, hey, I know what's going to happen. I know you're going to die. I know things. You need to get out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting too, because, you know, Addison warns him off. Addison is like, you can't tell, sure. you know, the, and, and he just, he, you know, that's the other thing too. And this is the thing that I think he shares his DNA with Sam so, so much not DNA is in he's Sam's son in any way, shape or form. I don't want to, you know, add any fuel to that mm-hmm. fire, but like, you know, with that character DNA of, of doing the right thing. And I think that, you know, yeah, Ben is, is a little bit more direct maybe than Sam is in some instances. And so for him, he's like, well, I have this information. Let's see what works. And it, that comes up again later in the episode uh, in, in a different way um, where he, you know, he has to make the decision as to whether or not he calls the cops, because if he calls the cops, that'll stop things from happening. But it also means that, you know, Rich will go to jail. And so instead he ends up, uh, you know, making the decision to go through with it and to stop it mm-hmm. himself and to, you know, and to, and to play the hero and I, and and I that agency is something I think that's uh not only to be admired but it also just proves again that yeah at his core the core value of the character is very similar to Sam he's going to do the right thing absolutely even and if I, it's the hard I, thing or the dangerous thing sure and, and I think uh I, I had this thought when we first watched it a few days ago we should clarify someone was very nice and they slipped us a screener copy of this so I didn't we, know you were going to tell everybody that what <laughs> well we I can don't always care. edit that. No, no, I don't uh, care. But the thing is, like, my first thought was uh, Ben in this episode is very much first season Sam. First season Sam was a little bit more proactive. First season Sam fought a little bit more on his feet. And I know I'm in the minority here. I kind of prefer first season Sam. So I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, uh, that's a discussion for another time. But yeah, okay, uh, sure. no, 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 I, 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 I agree. I agree with with why you're saying what you're saying for sure. Um, if if not with the idea of liking first season Sam better, but uh, uh, 
Yeah. You know, and I think that one of the things that's so interesting too, about having more characters to become invested in and deal with is that we get the opportunity to then see a lot of different types of conflicts. Whereas in the, you know, in the classic series, really, we got to see Sam and we got to see the people whose lives he was affecting. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of, I think one of my biggest criticisms of the episode is that we don't get nearly enough of the stories, uh, you, you know, of the people that he's actually affecting. Like we see the wife and the daughter once and briefly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that to me is something that would not have happened in the original series for the better, quite frankly, and would have been sure. remedied had this been a longer episode. And I think ultimately that's one of the things that, you know, I really land on is, is that I think that this probably could have been, you know, a 90 minute premiere or maybe even a two hour premiere if they added sure. some more stuff in. And, and I think it would have benefited from it because we would have gotten a little bit more time to breathe with these characters and a little bit more time for Ben in the past on the leap. I mean, when you think about it, everything like the, the leap happens in like, you know, less than eight hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's quick. Um, sure. and, 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 and for Sam, you know, there were times when he was there for like a week, you know, yeah. maybe more. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, if that changes at some point, or if we get, you know, these, these shorter leaps where he's only there for a, a small, you know, amount of time. Yeah. Um, so that, I, I think that that kind of, uh, affected, you know, maybe my, my investiture, uh, 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 that's the incorrect usage of that word. But anyway, <laughs> my investment in the, um, uh, the characters, you know, that, that were from the leap. But the nice thing is, is that with the characters back at the project, um, there's a lot of additional conflicts. And I think we just got little tastes of, of those for the most part this week, uh, obviously setting up the big mysteries with Janice and, and that sort of stuff. But, but, you know, the fact that magic at one point is on the phone with a general, uh, about a power surge, you know, sure. it, 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 that stuff is really cool because it's the type of stuff that we've talked about for the past five years. You know, we talked about this stuff all the time with like the classic series. Wouldn't it have been cool if they would have been able to do more of this at the back of the project to see more of Al's struggles to keep the lights on to, you know, that sort of stuff. And now here we are, we're actually getting to see that. And I think that that's lovely is that, you know, the show is genuinely building on what came before as opposed to just, you know, scrapping it and starting over again. And yeah, they're changing some of the rules or changing some of the things. There's no waiting room. Uh, it's pretty much confirmed. Ben can leap outside of his own lifetime. Um, you know, I think that, that there's a lot of interesting stuff. So that's pretty cool. I'm, you know, first I was really not on board with Ben leaping out of his own lifetime, but now sure. just seeing the previews of what they're doing, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready for it. I'm kind of on board. And yeah. like you said, I know that there are a lot of fans out there of the original series that don't want to see more of the project. They think that's going to weaken the show. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> how, how does Bartlett put it in the West Wing episode? So no, just. Stand there, and, yeah, in your wrongness and be wrong. Stand there in your wrongness and be wrong with yeah. it. Uh, I think sometimes I, as much as I love the series, I like the novels more because the novels do spend so much time at the project. Yeah, I'm ready to spend more time at the project. I'm ready yeah. to get to know other characters outside the Leaper and the Hologram. I'm I'm ready for the mysteries that are going to happen, like back at the project. Like yeah. Garrow said in a recent, I think it was the Television Critics Association thing, like the mystery of the first season is going to be why did Ben leap? prematurely and i have a feeling we're going to get a, like at least a nugget or two of information every episode right and i am i am so excited for that yeah that makes me want to drop something spoilerific but i won't do it yet okay I'll, i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait till the end because wait, I, 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 yeah 
Okay, I'll give, so give people the chance to tune out without without missing the rest of our ramblings. Okay, uh, absolutely. I, I completely um, I completely agree. The thing I'll add is, is that I, I think that with a series like this, when you're diving into um, you know more serialized nature and, and, and a little bit more continuity heavy, there's no way that you couldn't do it. You know, and 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 I think that you, you know if if you want to have that anthology series, you know, if you want to have that hour long, you know, dramedy every week in, in sort of a different situation. Um, that's fine, but that's obviously not what this show is. You know, this show is going to be driven a little bit more by the mythology. And the nice thing is, is it's like that mythology is stuff that was established in the classic series. And they're just, you know, again, as I said before, building on that. And so I think the only way that you could tell that kind of story is by having more time at the project, because if you didn't have that, it, you would just always be focused on the leaps, which is fine. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love the classic series. And and I really do hope that there are episodes of this series that maybe every once in a while we'll get an episode that is very leap heavy, hardly any project at all. And maybe every once in a while we'll get an episode that is very project heavy and hardly any leap at all. You know, that would be kind of cool. Um, every once in a while I would, I would dig that. And, and I think it would touch on a lot of the stuff that people loved so much about the classic series by doing that, but it would also again, give us the opportunity to do things that are wildly different and to tell stories in a different way that the classic series yeah. didn't or never had the chance to. And, and I'll throw this out there in a couple of the novels, I think by Ashley McConnell, they experimented with this. I would love an episode where we don't see any of our main cast. It's an episode that oh, is yeah. from the perspective of someone back in the past, and one of them is acting weird and talking to themselves all the time, and we see the episode from their perspective. Yeah. Uh, but that's season two or three. That's, right, that's right, season, right, right, right. Exactly, honest, exactly. You know, let's wait a little bit. Um, I, I don't know if I want to break them down like line by line. I love the back and forth between the characters in this episode like the quips absolutely of like, you know when uh ben punches out pete by the security door like who are you right now yeah that whole exchange can i dance you think you can i i love these quips back and forth here's yeah here's something i'll say to that real quick the comedy i think works to, to my liking anyway the mm-hmm. the comedy works better here than it worked in in, in quite frankly a lot of the classic series because the classic series tried really hard sometimes. They and did. I felt like this, this did not feel that way. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more subtle. I love the, the reveal is Ziggy. we get our first, uh, Addison gives the first, according to Ziggy, there's a 97% chance to blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And I love Ben's response. Like Ziggy, that's a weird name. And I yeah. love that. That's a, like, I love that that is acknowledged. Yes. I love that. That was, that that was held over. I also love uh, Ian is obviously very clearly protective uh, of Ziggy, you know, yeah. at one point, like, uh, um, you know, Addison kind of levels a, a sort of just a computer sort of comment uh, and, 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 and uh, Ian, I almost said Mason, but I mean, that's not entirely untrue, but Ian takes offense to that. Uh, and they, sure. and they have this, you know, they have this wonderful, which is weird because it's like, it starts off as being this wonderful character moment, but clearly goes into exposition, which is fine. Sure. Cause it, I mean, to, to me, that's actually mm-hmm. a good thing. You know, you're wrapping it up in a, you know, together, but it is very much like it ends on a, on a very like expositionary note where it's just kind of like, this is exactly what Ziggy is and what Ziggy does. And, you know, and this is why it's mm-hmm. important. Um, but uh, yeah. And, and that kind of interplay between the characters is great. I, I, I love the fact that there's, you know, that, that, that there's subtext, you know, like, like these characters have subtext and, and lived in lives. And in particular, there's, you know, the scene between magic and Ian, um, which I, I really liked quite a bit. There, there's an awkward moment after the mushrooms thing where it kind of feels like 
it's it's not awkward because it's supposed to be awkward, but it's awkward because it's just awkward. And I don't know if that works for me. But anyway, uh, sure. I still like the idea of, of a scene like that. Um, speaking of dialogue, Ian, of course, gets some chestnuts, you, you know, when they're talking about the C4 and Ian has the line, is there an unterrifying amount, uh, sure. which I thought was, you know, was, was perfect. I uh, love their la- cluster cuss. Yeah. The whole thing at cluster cuss. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I have never heard any, I have never heard cluster cuss in my life and in my in my head canon the universal translator it's like no no that's not what they said right right you know uh yeah i mean it was yeah no it was it, it was great i mean they they have they have a lot of of good stuff and like i said i think that they're going to be kind of a you know uh, one of those fan favorite you know breakout kind of characters um because you know mason alexander park just does such a wonderful job in in the role um and it's and it's written well too, uh, and you know another thing is too is we got some heartbreaking stuff as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, I think a standout moment, a moment that will probably rank uh, among the favorite for many many people, is the moment that Addison reveals that you know she was supposed to be the leaper and that mm-hmm. Ben was supposed to be the hologram. You know, you were supposed to be my hologram. Like that's just. You know, I didn't know how open we were being about about having seen you know the screener. Sure. And so when I when I tweeted it out, I just put you know my favorite moment uh, of the premiere thus far. But the truth of the matter was is like what I originally typed is is my favorite moment. Um, but I didn't want to tip my my hand too too much. But sure. Um, yeah, I mean. I thought that that was a wonderful, wonderful moment. And the chemistry between the two of them, you know, Rich actually commented about this when we were talking about the characters, you know, about excellent chemistry. And uh, I, I think the chemistry between the characters is great. And and part of me wonders, you know, just like, a, a, again, with that theater background, a, how much of uh, that has to do with the fact that they've had time together. You know, mm-hmm. they've, they've, they've been doing this for a minute before they shot this episode. Um, oh, sure. You know, they, they'd already kind of shot an episode together. So they, they had a chance yeah. to build that a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I, and I love the chemistry that the cast has with it on Instagram. It, earlier, yeah. it occurred to me, it reminds me of, and, and you know this from, from the theater background, you fall in love with your cast when you're doing a show. And yeah. right before opening night, you're tagging each other and post on Facebook and Instagram. And you love each other. And it's great. And that's what that's what the cast reminds me of. Right. Yeah. Now. I by tomorrow, Caitlin Bassett is gonna have more followers than me on Instagram. Oh I can already yeah. tell. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be uh yeah. So for the sake of time, should we transition into we have some like new categories uh that I called new lore. An updated lore. Let's do it. And I put a bunch of notes on there. So here's what I got. Not for talking lore. about Data's brother. Not Data's brother. No. Uh, so some uh, <laughs> new lore and updated lore. So this version of the project has been in existence for five years, and it exists in LA. Am I am I reading that right? Yes. Because everything I've seen of it, it's in LA. I, 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 I based off of what we know, yeah, I don't know that it's. it's a, yeah. Yeah. So the original project was hidden in New Mexico. I, I I think it'll be interesting to see if they ever address that. Because to me, it's like picking up all of Ziggy's guts. You know what I mean? Right. And hauling well, that. I want. I yeah. I mean, I do feel like that's something that that maybe they they will uh, address at some point because we've always been led to believe that you know by the by the final episode and then of course the 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 uncovered footage that Alison Pregler of course shared of the, mm. you know, final episode that we've always kind of been led to believe that Alan Beth lived on the project base or, or close mm-hmm. to the project base. And knowing of course that, you know, his daughter is in the show, like it would make sense to me at some point that there would be, you know, and of course there was another spoiler uh, that I won't say out loud. 
because I feel like that would that'd be bad form for people that are avoiding spoilers. But we did mention it on our on our Twitter feed, not directly, but you can find the link and everything. There was a big spoiler that came out um, by way of Ernie Hudson because you know he's Ernie Hudson, he doesn't care. Uh, and 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 so I think that there's absolutely the possibility that we could see something or hear something. At least there'd be a callback to to New Mexico at some point. Sure, I, I would love to hear that. And I'm gonna say, yeah, everything else I, I think I have on this list, I think we've already mentioned thus far. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I think Ben and Addison get together like they met on the project when Addison was yeah, on I think board. You're right. Because Ben, he he doesn't socialize outside of work. He's not dating. <laughs> he's he's not on Tinder. You know, he's not. They met. They met on the project. Right. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, like later on, if the series goes on long enough, will will they ever take an opportunity to switch roles around? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's hey, it happened on the classic series. Yeah, it'll be that's uh, so that's down the road. Uh, so some updates on the lore. I think these may be a little bit more. Also, more. go ahead. I had a quick thought. Sorry, I also wonder if at any point it, it would make sense to me in a lot of ways if we'll get flashbacks, if there will be moments where we see stuff, you know, from the the, the you know what happened prior. Like, will there oh, be sure. an episode where we see like you know the meet cute between Addison and Ben? Um, you know, oh, will there sure. be, like, will there be, uh, those types of flashbacks? Um, you know, like why did magic bring Jen into the project? You know, how was Ben found? Like that would be kind of interesting stuff to answer. And I think that based off of what we've kind of been able to read between the lines with like some of the stuff that Martin Garrow said is that that's absolutely going to be a feature of the show that they're going to want that. This is, this is also about the whys, you know, why does the project work the way it does? You know, why did Ben leap early? Why did these people get together? Why are the, you know, why is Sam still out there? All that sort of stuff. And so I think that it would make a lot of sense to see flashbacks at some point. Absolutely. And to touch on a moment that we, that we haven't talked about, I love at the gala. I love Mm -hmm. that as Addison is describing what happened in the original history with the diamond being, switched out we actually see a sequence showing what happened in the original history yeah that was kind of cool actually like I, I, I I could be critical of the fact that it feels just kind of like a pastiche of like any other movie that where they ever kind of like describe the heist or whatever, but that's sure. fine because that's what quantum leap has always kind of been right. Like the early episodes in particular, were always kind of a pastiche of whatever was popular at the time in the cinema sure. or, or whatnot. Uh, and so I, I, th- I think that um, there's nothing wrong with that, but I agree. I think that's kind of cool to see, to actually see what happened in the original history. That's a really good point. Yeah. So I really, I, I really like that. Uh, so some updates. So, it's actually confirmed in this episode that Sam was lost. Um, it's important to remember, we have not seen a new episode of Quantum Leap since Mirror Image. So nothing has been right. confirmed. But Sam has uh, definitely been lost. In the uh, old series, Al was the only one that could see or hear Sam inside the imaging chamber. But in this new series, apparently like Ian is looking in on what's going on with Ben by way of the imaging chamber. Jen is looking in. Um I think that makes more sense. I think it, it frees up storytelling a little bit. And the whole fact that Al was the only one who could see or hear Sam never really quite made sense to me. 
Yeah. I mean, I always just took it as it had something to do with their, you know, their, their brainwaves and stuff being in sync, but uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's, it's good. I think that it'll sure. Um, and clearly it's already provided opportunity for some interesting moments to take place between the characters and for us to learn more about the characters, you know, by virtue of the fact that like Ian can watch this stuff, like we learn about Ian and we learn that he's, you know, that they, excuse me, God, sorry, that they are, uh, you know, a compassionate individual and that they are, uh, um, you know, they're worried about Addison. They're worried about Ben, that, that this is a little bit too much for them to take. You know, I think that, that, that that's kind of interesting um, that it's not just like convenience, but that it's also telling us more about the characters. For sure. Yeah. And uh, where was I on my list here? This is touches on a thing you were talking about last week, whether or not we were going to address God or time or fate or whatever. Yes. So in the scene between Ben and Addison in the, in the, in the men's room, oh, always in the men's room in the <laughs> men's room we get this new uh almost like this uh retro mythology this explanation that the machine controls the leaps that was a flaw of the original project and that ben putting something right triggers a leap yeah and there's no mention of god of or, or time of fate or whatever or like one of the things one of the goals of the project is to figure out like what triggers like why does the machine, why does leaping work this way? Right. Um, why do you have to do a good deed to move on? To move know? on. Um, and why don't you just come back? Why do you keep moving For sure. On? And, and maybe more. Um, in the original series, anytime they tried to retrieve Sam, they tried to retrieve him mid-leap. And this one, they very much dropped the idea that they can only retrieve Ben between leaps. Right after he leaps out yeah uh it kind of touches on um and one of the novels for knowledge uh christopher d philippus he puts out this idea that they can't retrieve sam when he's on a leap because he's too mixed in with the neurons and basons of the person that he's leaped into but they could get him in between leaps the problem is they have no idea where he is between leaps yeah and now it seems like for at least a short time, Ian was able to track Ben in between the leaps. Yeah. And I wonder if, again, this is just idle speculation. I wonder if one of the reasons why Ian has trouble tracking him, you know, why they lose him or why the computer loses him or whatever, uh, is because that's intentional. That's a part of Ben's code. Like uh. the, the whole point of this is not a one and done, you know, obviously whatever Ben is out there trying to do or, you know, whoever is trying to get Ben to do whatever it is that he's trying to do uh, isn't going to be fixed in just this single leap and there's sure. more to be done. And so, you know, that, that, that it's intentional that there's this new code that's been written. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. And we've seen like from the preview of like what we can expect to see, it looks like they are mapping and they are tracking Ben's yeah. leaps. And th this seems very much in the vein of maybe blind spot where all the mm -hmm. tattoos tell a story and like all of the leaps may be. Right. Maybe. And that's why I wonder too, if, if it, you know, at certain points, like things might get triggered in that code, like knowing that, that this is based off of a program, right? Like Ben uploaded this new program and that, you know, and that Ian is even having trouble figuring it out. I mean, I think that the, that the idea is, 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 you know, Ben has certainly had help, right? Ben didn't do this all on his own. Mm -hmm. So it's like, who's helping Ben? Who's helping Ben? Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But anyway, mm -hmm. I think that, 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 I think that that could 
obviously give them the opportunity to reveal things down the road, you know, like after a certain leap, something's triggered in the program, you know, some, some breadcrumbs from the fall. Cause Ben even says in his phone message left for Addison is that there are things you're going to learn. And mm-hmm. so to me, like you, you wouldn't say that unless it was, you know, it was a guarantee and that the things that, 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 that Addison is going to learn are probably left behind the breadcrumbs left behind by Ben, um, sure. you know, but at the same time, that message also kind of intimates to me that he's planning on getting back at some point. Oh, of course. Which makes me wonder if, you know, he, he knows how to get back. He just doesn't know how to get other people back. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, we will, the whole season is, the whole season is ahead of us. Um, so we talk about, should we get to the end? Like talk about the reveal at the end. We've been calling it for months. Oh yeah. Let's be calling for months. Cause we knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was seeing, but it's like, it is. We been, read it this back in February, <laughs> but you know, the thing is it's uh, we read it back in February and then we did so much like fake speculating Right. Like online. I forgot like how much we really knew. Like I had to go like, did they actually say Janice by name in the pilot script? Yes. Yes, they did. (laughs) I had to be, I had to be my uh, two, two tired dads, my memory. It's yeah, it's not there anyway. um, But yeah. Yeah. Janice, Janice is the daughter of Admiral Al Calavici. Uh, She's wearing his ring. Um, It's a, it's great that that it's revealed here because I'll be honest with you, knowing that the earthquake episode had gotten moved around, I started to wonder if those reveals would come later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and the fact that we get it right off the bat is very cool and very encouraging. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and drop that spoiler I was talking about earlier. This is something that even Dennis doesn't know. Oh yeah, here it comes. So All if right. you don't want to know, if you don't want to be spoiled, it's something uh, um, that that's coming soon. So you're not gonna miss out. Uh, just just fast forward 15 seconds because I'll throw it out here real quick. But we see Janice in the next episode. She's in Atlantis, and she's All like right. active. So right. yeah, is she time traveling? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I couldn't tell. I just, oh, I, okay. I, I, yeah. I shut it. I shut it down. I saw some images, saw some pictures and I, and I, and I stopped looking at them before I, I could, uh, you know, I could go Whatever. any further. Um, yeah. but yeah, so, 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 we, so, I, so, I mean, so we're going to see her, we're going to see her soon enough, obviously. And, okay. and, and I think that, uh, it's cool that they retained that in this premiere episode that they gave that right up front. And I think again, that it just adds to the, you know, to the layer of the mystery and, 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 you know, magic gives the directive find her. So now we know that like, she's a wanted woman, basically, you know, at least by the project. Um, mm-hmm. There's just so many great avenues they can go. I, I think over the course of the series with, mm-hmm. you know, the way that they've set things up, uh, which is exciting because there's a lot, again, it's a lot of unexplored ground for quantum leap. Um, yeah. This yeah, is, that's cool. This show is shaping up to be like, after I read the novels, what I wanted quantum leap to be mm-hmm. the mystery the intrigue and i think we're like people keep asking if the evil leapers are coming back i think this is the kind of version of it like janice i don't think janice is evil ben isn't evil ben and janice are on the same side to some right. degree as far as we know um so not evil but working in opposition so l- let's talk about a couple of things real quick one mm-hmm. 
magic. We know that, um, and, and Damon mentioned this actually, that he didn't catch magic mentioning anything about being leaped into. And it's obviously it's not in the pilot. Um, what we so have supposed from things that have been said, and I think even Ernie Hudson has said, is that that magic does know what happened to him and that that obviously spurred on him taking over the project. I've theorized for a while now that Al is the one that kind of gave the project to magic when he realized that he wasn't going to be able to continue, you know, having anything to do with it. And it's been shut down for quite a long time. We don't get an exact length of time. Things have been shut down, but that Al helped magic start things up. Magic clearly knows Al and his daughters. Like he says that, uh, you know, when he talks about Janice. Um, so I, I think that, we get a good idea of that relationship and those relationships being established. So question that I have is what is it about what Ben and Janice are trying to do that they felt like they couldn't tell magic that they couldn't, you know, that Ben couldn't just go to magic and say, okay, this is going to sound kind of far out there, but you know, somebody contacted me, they gave me this, I ran it through the simulation. It's, you know, things are getting crazy. So it's like, why hide it from everybody? So the whys of that, I think are going to be really interesting going, uh, going forward and figuring out, you know, why, why did they have to pull off this heist basically, as you have mentioned before, like the parallel between the shirt, you know, so why, why did they have to pull off this heist to get into the accelerator? Why couldn't they just tell magic? I don't know. That'll be, it's going to be interesting to see. Ah, I'm so excited. Yeah. For this yeah, age. Yeah. And I'm also I'm also excited because it seems like from what Garrow said, um, uh, this mystery is going to be wrapped up by the end of the season. So they're actually just going to keep dragging it out like season after season after season and like dragging us along like lost it. You right. know, if they wrap this mystery up this season and they figure out the thing the next season, I will be I will be very happy with that. By the way, uh, Quantum Leap is a number eleven trending on Twitter right now. It's a beautiful. We're moving thing. up. We're moving up. Beautiful thing. Um, um, you know, one thing, <laughs> one thing that I'll, that I'll say uh, uh, real quick too, is that the, I, I think a lot will hinge on, on the show getting its full season order. Um, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on, on what you think the chances of that are after having just seen this one episode uh, in a minute. But I, I think that I know in February in particular, we're probably going to get something big. And I wouldn't be surprised if for February sweeps, one of the things that happens is that we get the introduction maybe of a, of a, a tease perhaps of a different mystery that they can then kind of build on for the second season sure. uh, as they start to maybe wind down this, this initial mystery um, yeah. or maybe it's already been introduced and we just don't even know it yet. I don't know. Um, but I think that that would probably be around the time when we might get to see that uh, at least start. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. When was, uh, when do fall sweeps happen? November. November in there. I'm wondering for timing, if part of the reason why they pushed the earthquake leak back is that they know it's a very strong episode and they're pushing it back. And they, sweeps. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. I'd I love right. it. I, I do. I mean, I, I love it. And I think that I, I, one thing that has not been retained in this um, version of the premiere, uh, we've talked about this a little bit before is, is Ben's relationship with his mother the flashback scenes that happened in, in the earthquake episode and the, um, and, and one other thing that happens that I won't actually go right out and say, but I really hope that that comes back. I really do. I think it informs Ben's character uh, in a really great way. And, and, and I think that 
Um, I would just love to see that because I think it speaks to kind of the beating heart of the of the series and the franchise as a whole. Um, you know, that familial tie, that kind of relationship, it's so important. Um, and it's one of the reasons I think we love we love the show uh, in, in general is that, you know, that, that sense of family and belonging that Sam is so clearly missing. And yet he has a strong, strong reason to miss it. You know, it's not, yeah. it's, it's not just like some loner off on a mission alone. You know, he's not Knight Rider. Um, sure. so, <laughs> I don't know why that's where I went, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, that, that, that family is something that's very important to him. And I think that that's true of Ben as well. I mean, I think that it, it it's weird. And and I'm sure that there are going to be blogs written about, you know, Ben leaving his fiance the way that he does and everything. But I think that it's also very clear that he, he loves her and that she loves him and, and and that there's something more at play here and finding out what that is, is going to be central to the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should we do uh, Easter eggs have this nugget here and they'll probably should uh, start moving on towards wrapping up. Yeah, it's late. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you team for, for sticking around with us. Uh, some Easter eggs this has been pointed out before that when Ben, uh, when Addison first sees Ben back in 1985, she identifies herself as a hologram from the future, which is exactly how Al describes himself to Tibby in the alphabet rap in shock theater. I would just, yeah. I would, I would love to know whether that's intentional or not. Um, have you seen Life on Mars? Yeah. Either series? I got yeah, a strong... Yeah. I, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but Ben leaping into the driver's seat and David Bowie playing. When I yeah. when we first watched the episode, I really wondered if it was going to be Life on Mars. But that was, right. that'd, be, that'd be a little bit too on the nose. But I wondered if that was in any way intentional whatsoever, a nod at, at Life on Mars at all. Yeah. That'd be interesting, especially knowing, especially knowing how life on Mars ends. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, I, I thought it was cool, and and I agree. I think that uh, why not have those little nods in there to other sort of time travel sci-fi shows. Um, one of the other things too, I, I I just want to throw this out there real quick is that uh, oh no, never mind, never mind. Continue with the Easter eggs. I'll I'll get to this. No, that was it. Those are the only two that I had. Okay. Other than that. Um, Something else that I loved, absolutely loved about the episode, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention it, is the Ben's line to Addison, you made me feel safe today. Yeah. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And I can't put my finger on exactly why. Maybe it's because it's just a universal thing. That's what we all want, right? But for him to say it so explicitly, so directly, it's something that Sam probably thought a million times but never once said to Al, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And to hear Ben say it that way. I mean, obviously there's the romantic aspect of the relationship, but I don't know. There was just something really comforting about even hearing that, you sure. know, and, and, and I really, really liked that moment. That, in, um, that entire last scene, like with Ryan, like go home to your family, be with them, mm-hmm. tell them the truth. Don't lie to them. I feel like that whole scene was an entire, like just Sam Beckett moment. Right. Well, and we also get the the wonderful moment of Addison, you know, running down what's going to happen in the future uh, sure. uh, off the hand link, which I thought was great, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and just a wonderful, I mean, that's secure uh, uh, and safe legacy from the classic series. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, you know, after Ben says, you made me feel safe today, Addison brings up the law of entanglement. And I think that that's, yeah. it's nice. It's nice too. It's a great moment for her because it reaffirms a lot of, I think what she's been struggling with throughout the course of the episode and, and her relationship with Ben. You know how to get past this this betrayal and 
you know, what the hell's going on. And, and, and then just remembering like the last thing that he said about their relationship was this law of entanglement and that, you know, sure. that, yeah, okay. No matter what happens, like, you know, you're my lobster. So I dig it. <laughs> I love it. And uh, let's talk about the leap effect. I yeah. I like it. I do too. I think it looks, I think honestly, it looks exactly how an updated, you know, 30 year later leap effect should look in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking about like, I mean, like how it starts at his feet and it's works his way up his body and both Ben and Addison can see it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I really, really dig it. Love it. Uh, Like I said, anything I have to say about this episode, it's, it's all about the high story. And it's all, and it's like, especially the last five minutes and, and Karen brought it up in our, in our chat earlier on. It's like, Oh, we got to move things along. It's yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Everything right. Right. Is really rushed in the last. Oh, okay. I have to ask you a question. What did you think of the moment, by the way, when Addison, uh, um, you know, vanished herself, if you will, as the C4 exploded, I thought that that was just, I don't know. I really loved that for some reason, because obviously like, she's not going to get hurt by this explosion, but you know, she, she, blips out uh of that moment and i loved the effect too because it was very reminiscent of like the door opening and closing um for sure you know i'm gonna be completely series. honest with you i mm-hmm. missed that moment okay i don't I think it was on day. i don't think it was in the screener that we saw i think it was uh, unfinished was prob- vfx okay i was i was probably like busy taking notes then so yeah, yeah. i will i will go back also here's a question for you was the was the conversation between addison and ian a little bit longer as aired than it was in the screener we saw, or was it exactly the same? I felt for some reason, I felt like it was just a titch longer. I could be completely nuts though. I did not catch anything new. Okay. Um, it is interesting to note. So, um, as far as screeners are being put out, like people have been warned and we know this from a uh, quantum leap podcast because they were able to get their screener. They gave us a head up that they had a screener just as a, as a courtesy. Um, they are putting they are very tight deadlines with these episodes and we when we saw our copy of the preview there was a lot of adr that wasn't done yet yeah and they were they were put in by somebody else and even now with the finished product you could very much tell like where those moments were dropped in uh where those adr moments were dropped in and you know it's just part of the classic charm of the original series because they had those moments yeah, all the time. But speaking of voices being dropped in, I cannot believe we have not mentioned this yet. Deborah Pratt. Yeah, that was totally her at the beginning. Yeah, with the new what we'll call mini saga cell for right now. Right, right. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, uh, it was it was really great to hear her. It, uh, you know, it's great to kind of have her involvement with the show reaffirmed, yeah. and you know, and, and to see her name in the credits. I was going to say, like, her name was put twice. in credits as a. <laughs> As a cast member, so I yep. definitely think that hints that we're going to get Ziggy. Yes. Later on. I we're totally agree. We're going to get Ziggy's agree. voice, which we didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, you, I, did, I did not notice if Ian and Addison's conversation was a little bit longer. Okay. That's uh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. It might not have been. It was just for some reason in my mind, it just, it felt like it was, I don't know. It, oddly enough, I, 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 I enjoyed it more this time than I did the first time. Um Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know why that, that is, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, for me, it was just seeing it on live TV. Like just, just sitting mm-hmm. in the, just sitting in the after party because we opened our, our, our pre-party. We opened it up like a half hour before watching yeah. the voice, just seeing a commercial for quantum leap on live TV. Right. 
saying coming up on quantum leap. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. And, and, and to be, you know, I was tweeting a little bit during the whole thing and, 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 and to see like, <laughs> and to, and to see, you know, people talking about it. And, you know, obviously we've built our own little quantum leap echo chamber uh, with fate's white wheels, Twitter, uh, yeah. but, but, but that's okay. Cause that's what it's for. Uh, but yeah. to see all the conversations happening about it, you know, for it not to be, you know, just old moments, which we love dearly, you know, old photos, old, you know, pieces of script or whatever, like for it to be something new and fresh that people were watching together and excited about was incredible. And, 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 and so, so, so exciting. And I've never, I've never felt that way before about something um, that I've watched or that I've loved, you know, I mean, uh, you know, anytime that something new has come on or, you know, there's been a big premiere or something like that, 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 that has that sort of communal vibe. I've never, ever felt the way that I did tonight like i wanted deeply to know how everyone else was enjoying it and what everyone else was thinking about things and and to share that and 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 to really be a part of the community and you know as big of a nerd as i am like i've never never opened the you know the doorway to any of that before with like star trek or star wars or doctor who even doctor who a little bit maybe but but not not as much yeah so it's i don't know it was just really 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 cool to be a part of that absolutely i realized because um the last several weeks I've been doing all of my posting about quantum leap in our groups on Twitter, on mm-hmm. Facebook, on TikTok. I have hardly posted anything about it on my personal Facebook page. And not that yeah. I think that anybody really pays attention to my Facebook page and wondering like, why, why am I talking about this? Why I'm not talking about that, but I've said almost nothing about it on my personal Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? Listen to our podcast. You know, you yeah, know, exactly. Exactly. You know? Uh, uh, anyway, so we wrap this up. Uh, let's. We let's should. So let me messages. ask that one question before we get out of here. Let me sure. ask that one question to you: Is uh, based off of tonight? Do you mm-hmm. think we're going to see twenty-two episodes of Quantum Leap? I gotta say, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Actually, it's not. It's not just like the episode that we watch. It's just like watching the the reaction right? on Twitter. The excitement. Go, the excitement that's been right built. Now. I know. Um, I'm seeing like you know because like I'm just. I should probably like look at the hashtag, but right now, like everything that I'm saying is everything that I'm seeing is good. You know? Yes. I um, Yes. You know, maybe, you know, especially the haters who came out of the woodwork after, um, you know, Scott Bakula announced his non-involvement in the show. Right. Um, so, yeah. 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 I mean, again, the fact that it's, it's, it's trending, you know what I mean? Like uh, the fact that hashtag quantum leap is number 11, I wish it could break through into 10, then we could say it's top 10, uh, which, Hey, sure. you never know West coast. Once it hits West coast, like never know. Cause especially because the football game will be over. Uh, so, you know, people aren't going to be talking about the football game. Well, I guess there is a West coast game. Never mind. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, so yeah, oh, it is top 10 now. Rich says it is in the top 10 now. So yeah, top 10 trending quantum leap on Twitter. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be a good sign. And I think that, and I, I think that the episode is strong enough to certainly bring people back. Um, you know, uh, whether or not it brings everybody back, who knows, you know, it's so often the case that that first episode, you know, gets a lot of eyes on it and some people don't stick around, but the, the ones that do are, are, are pretty committed. And, uh, I think with what they've got cooking for us over these next few episodes that, yeah, that all, all signs point to getting the, the, that 22 and, uh, and I'm here for it. I mean, it's so exciting and I can't, I, I mean, I can't believe it. I, I really can't believe mm-hmm. that we're talking about this right now. It's 
freaking surreal. And I hate that I just used that word, but it really is. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. We all, <laughs> we all use the word freaking sometimes. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so we have a, a few people left in our chat. Thank you so much for sticking around. It's late. It's eleven thirty. Is anybody here on Eastern time? We'll, we'll check out and see here. Uh, Rich says, uh, "I'm sure that someone will have a Zapruder-like breakdown of the this season on Quantum Leap Clips." Yeah. At the end, of the, I'm I'm sure someone is already putting together a YouTube video like breaking it breaking it down how's this for some time travel it is tomorrow for the people that we're talking to right now rich jill and damon are all eastern time you are all in the future (laughs) Uh, Um, that means we're still alive um uh rich pointed out that the leap sound effect from the original series was part of ben's leap out nice i didn't see that i did notice that the special effects got beefed up between the between the preview yes we saw and i mean it still looked great on on what we saw but yeah yeah it it was definitely a little bit crisper i I, you know overall i mean it just it it, i i think it looked better than than what Mm -hmm. we saw yeah uh rich saying you know excellent chemistry rich magic having phone reception at the project is the most unrealistic part of the show (laughs) uh yeah perhaps uh damon asked are sweeps even a thing anymore i've asked this before i don't know how much really count how much sweeps are really counted on to I mean, the networks, the, the networks still rely on them uh, a bit. I mean, you, 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 any network show generally premieres, you know, again, that, that sort of middle of November, you know, middle of February, both of those still tend to be strong. And then finales, like it's, it's when you get trotted out, like all the Chicago crossovers or the law and order crossovers, or, you know, they still kind of use it for that. One thing that we're going to try and track, and it's a little difficult because sometimes like getting, getting a hold of it is, you know, finding which website to go to and who's going to have the, you know, the most up-to-date numbers is getting the overnights and, and paying attention to the ratings and, and, and taking a look at those. Um, so we're certainly going to try to have that and post that to our social media tomorrow about what the overnights are like for the episode. Um, because I think that that'll give us a really good idea about where it sits. Uh, obviously things are wildly different than they were, you know, 20, 30 years ago, um, Mm -hmm. because of the way people consume stuff. Uh, but we'll also be paying attention to the streaming numbers as well. Um, I don't know exactly how Peacock releases those because a lot of services are kind of cagey about how they, you know, how they, they do those, but it's becoming more and more a thing just because it's important. So, um, uh, we're going to try to keep on top of those just so we can kind of follow things along as the season goes on as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Damon in chat. Yeah. Very tired dead right now. Yes. If I'm saying <laughs> words, yes. Uh, we still got to edit this and get it out tonight. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, Rich, Jill, Damon, any, any other thoughts? Feel free. If, if you want to be on, on camera or on sound for, for, for YouTube or in the podcast, feel free. You can, you can unmute. Unmute. And if not, that's okay too. Or if not, that's fine. That's good. Well, let's start wrapping this up. And and where do we go from here? Where we space. We go, we go to space. Outer space. Atlantis is the name of the next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jill, thank you for, for, for being here tonight. Um I don't know how often we're gonna do this. Sam has tickets to a concert next Monday night. 
I do. I know. Yeah. I can't believe it. If it wasn't, it's it's a reunion tour for a band that I love dearly. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the last time I saw them was exactly four years ago because Hattie had uh, had just been born, and, and Jessica let me go to the concert. Sure. Uh, you know, she was like a month old. But um, Hattie, not my wife. That'd be weird. But anyway, uh, the um, <laughs> the uh, uh, the concert is next Monday, so I'm going to miss that. But hopefully, I think we'll just record. You know, on Tuesday and get it out Tuesday night. So we'll we'll sure. still be we'll still be getting there. And something else that we wanted to you know to to let people know is that we had talked a lot about releasing early for patrons and then releasing a couple of days later for everybody else. And I think that for the time being, anyway, we're we're not going to do that. We're just going to do a general release, yeah. get the episode out there as soon as possible. Because one of the things that we really want to tap into is the excitement that's going on, and not sure. in a selfish way, not like we want more people to listen, but because we you know. Well, we do want more people to listen, but uh, but more than anything, we just we want to be able to add to the excitement uh, around the show as quickly as possible, um, and 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 not you know not dawdle. Yeah, let's not dawdle. Let's not dawdle. And on that note, um, um, Rich yeah. asked, "Do you think we're going to get theme music for next week's episode?" I think chances are good. I'm interested in seeing if we're going to get some theme music. Yeah, me too. Me uh, too. All right. But on that note, thank uh, you all. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Thanks for everyone who joined us earlier. Jill, Damon, Rich, thank you for, for sticking around. Sticking around for the long haul. <laughs> for sticking around for the long haul. Uh, like I said, we're going to record this. Or we're going to edit this. We're going to drop it out immediately. And we'll be back next week for, I think, Atlantis. That's Whatever right. Atlantis. Atlantis and Janice. Quantum Leap in Space. Yes. Uh, and Janice. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you all so, so much to everyone that, uh, of course, was here tonight uh, with the watch party and stuck around afterwards. Thank you to everyone that interacted with us on any of the uh, social media platforms platforms that were active whether it was twitter or tiktok or facebook or instagram and go to those places and find us fates wide wheel Mm -hmm. Um, you can find us there uh you can of course find us wherever you get your favorite podcast that's probably how you're listening to this right now anyway um take part in the conversation you know this fandom it's so interesting because it's not nearly been dormant for 30 years i mean there's been so much happening so many people still talking about the show but it's been you know quiet obviously compared to what it's been for the past eight months or so and and i think i really my hope is that that only gets louder only gets amplified more so join in take part i think that the community can be incredibly welcoming and and have so much fun and 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 talk about this show in ways that uh i I can only imagine that the writers and producers are hoping that we do um and 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 i i really want to do that and take part in that so uh join us um you know come to the dark side we've got cookies or some such and uh, (laughs) in the meantime take care of yourselves take care of one another stay safe out there and leap responsibly leap responsibly see y'all later I want to stay, I want to go